get up early. Jeff Sloan has to get up early to host the pre-W Smith show. And that's what you are listening to now on 760 WJR. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you, Cam. Good to have you on the team, that is for sure. Listen, you guys, uh, speaking of the team, feeling good at work these days? Well, I can tell you this. Part of the reason might be because you do have a good team, and in fact, more than just a team, more than just a group of people who work together really, really well, research now shows clearly that having a buddy at work, actually having friends at work, improves not only your time away from work, but improves your time while you're working as well. This now, you know, certainly might be something you'd think, but now it's something that's proven. Having a friend at work is a good thing to have. How do you guys feel about that? I know we feel good. Now we know why. We've got each other. <laughs> Kristen? That's Mark, right. Right? <laughs> Indeed. There, there, was no, there was no quick response. No, of course. Of course. No, I actually agree with that. I think it's really important to um, be able to connect with your coworkers and have a friend, whether it's, you know, a friend that you have at work that you do social things with, or just to have that one person that you can count on, you know, when you're having a difficult time working on a project, let's say. There's exactly. lots of benefits to being able to connect right. with different coworkers at the workplace. I mean, right now, a lot of people will say, I don't need to have a friend at work. I've got my, my work is my work. My friends are my friends. These are two separate things. I don't mix the two. And that, that's a reasonable yeah. approach. But research now shows clearly that having friends in the workplace can not only boost job satisfaction and performance, it can improve your own overall wellness, both on the job and after and before. And it's linked to a lower risk of burnout, mental health issues, fewer traumatic experiences, on and on it goes. These studies were conducted in Spain, Japan, Germany, Iceland, Israel, among other countries. And so it's pretty complete and it's pretty conclusive that uh, on the flip side, if you don't have social relationships, you, you know, defining friend is a tricky thing, but having at least positive social relationships at work that go beyond pure work relationships can actually lead to burnout and feelings of loneliness, ultimately in the most extreme mental health issues. So having that friend at work, as you say, someone to lean on, someone to say hello to, someone to share a smile with, it can be simple, but it's, you know, it's human nature to want to have companionship, friends, uh, as you say, whether in good times when things are going great or whether you're challenged at work and you just need someone to lend a helping hand or maybe say you're doing fine, everything's great. Um, those kinds of things. It yeah. doesn't even have to be a, you know, a social friend. Because a lot of times people think, oh, work friends are like happy hour after work friends. It doesn't have to be that way. For the people that are struggling, wanting to keep their work and, you know, home life separate, you can look at it as like a work ally. I mean, making those exactly. connections and being open and willing to collaborate with other members of the team. I mean, that's part of why you're there. That's part of your job. So I think I'm all for it. Absolutely. And I think, too, you know, you bring up a good point. And, and again, you can define friend in many different ways. And they don't give a specific definition of what it means to have a friend. But I think we all kind of get that. It's someone that goes beyond just a, a coworker. Right. You know, this is someone you might sit down and share a lunch with at work, maybe. Uh, this is someone you just might uh, chat with occasionally and enjoy chatting with. 
Now, for example, Mark, I know we love talking football. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's the kind of thing that when you have a friendship, it, it brings you together. And um, so sharing conversation around things like who the Lions got last night in the draft. How about that? How about that? Right. If you were excited about the Lions, the way they finished last year, next year is going to be, we're going to have a blast, man, what they did. So you feel really positive about it. I really do. They traded up their, their number six pick, so they got number 12, and uh, they picked Jameer Gibbs of Alabama. So you say, why? Which, did... which, by the way, was a surprise to me. Did you see that coming? I mean, it might have been a no. great pick, and maybe you can give us your opinion on why. Yeah. But I didn't see that coming. Nobody saw it coming. Everybody was pretty shocked. But this guy, he's more than a running back, right? So he, he's a receiver. He led the FBS in receiving yards. And so he's explosive. They're not going to know what, you know, who to watch on that offense. It's going to open up the offense quite a bit. Dan Campbell's excited. Oh, I, he was he was beat red. He was smiling ear to ear. And he said Ben Johnson's already working up in the room, putting plays together to uh. figure out where he's going to put this guy. But it, it's going to be exciting. So he's more than a running back. And Mark, how about the, the guy from Iowa? Oh, yeah. At number 18, they picked Jack Campbell. Linebacker, six foot five, two fifty, and he runs like the wind. Pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, he shocked people at the combine with his speed. They said he's got great instincts and he's got great range. So, so that's good for their defense there. So you think that when you look back on what happened last night, it was a good night for us? I think so. And their defense yeah. isn't as bad as you know everybody's talking about. They started off really rough last year, one and six. They were giving up thirty-one points a game, and then the last six or seven games, they were only giving up. Uh, I think it was like nineteen points a game. So, oh, that's good. That's a good observation, Mark. So this will help shore up the defense, bringing yep. on the the kid from Iowa. Yep. But uh, it's certainly going to make the offense even even more exciting. Oh boy, we're going to have. A lot of fun. You think that, you think, are these the kind of guys, and this is, a, I know, a bit of a stretch, you have to see how they perform once they get with in the NFL and in that environment, but you think these are the kind of guys that can start and play right away? I do, yeah. And, and I think uh, a lot of that has to do with uh, Brad Holmes and the way he, you know, his knack for seeing talent and picking it. These guys know what they're doing. They really do. And that's the wow. key to this whole thing. We got more people coming. There's more rounds today and tomorrow. So, so you know, it's always uh, kind of a fearful thing. Do you buy into the Lions or don't you? Certainly last year at the beginning of the season, a lot of us were excited about our Lions. But, you know, it was, it was, uh, it, it, it was a tale of two seasons, right? Yeah, uh, it really was. You know, it didn't start out so well. It certainly ended up well. Well, I'm buying in. I'm going to be there front and center ready to cheer at our team next year. Well, and next year with the NFL draft here, it's good. I mean, how can you not buy into it? I mean, all of Detroit will be excited because of, of the draft being yeah, held be. right down in Campus Marshes. Right. That'll what be a really party. Fun. What that'll a be party. That'll be fun. Be. Lots of good things to look forward to for our Detroit Lions and for the city of Detroit more broadly. So uh, good stuff. Well, listen, we want to hear from a real expert about how the Lions did last night. Ann Thomas, good morning. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Good morning, Jeff. And you know what? I really have to turn to the expert expert, yes, of course, Sean right. Belegian, ah. because Sean is all over this this morning. Hey, I'll tell you what. I, I heard Mr. Pastoria's breakdown. You don't need me. I, I thought that was <laughs> outstanding. 
Uh, hey, no, uh, listen, uh, you're, you're absolutely, you know what? They upgraded at a couple of positions. Now, these were a couple of guys you're going to hear people say, you already heard it last night, you're going to hear people say, well, could they have gotten them later? Well, you know, I guess we'll never know the answer to that, but they're two fits, they're, they're upgrades at the position, and most importantly, the Lions have three, count them, three second-round draft picks today where they can go and address some other needs out there. So I, I thought they were solid picks last night, and, and let's see what uh, Brad Holmes has up his sleeve tonight. Wow, that's exciting hearing from Mark Pastore, and I agree. Wow, Mark Pastore, that was a great job. And, of course, the, the, the real expert. I learned from Sean. Sean, right, exactly, of course. <laughs> we all do. We were hanging on every word. I wanted to ask Ann. The real question is, is Sean smiling? And uh, if he is, that's a good, good reason to be excited, that's for sure. Well, another good reason to be excited, we're going to tune into the Paul W. Show next and pick up more of your thoughts on the draft and more, as we always do, on the Great Paul W. Show ahead. Stick with us.